Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kitties around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Dubs. Your one-stop destination for footy news and dubs. Yeah, that's Amy Walsh. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Like What's really, really hard out terms. Well, the hard out is more of an apology probably at that point. It'd be of a, a, a flaccid slip out of the pod. <laughs> flaccid is one of it's like an onomatopoeia, right? The word flaccid. It's not a great word. No, well, it is a great. Sounds word. exactly what it, it, it is, right? Mm-hmm. Unlike Charms, is hard out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's never a hard out. It's like orange is orange. Has Jimmy got an interview with TFC? Is that what he's doing right now? No, he's got camp drop off. He's dropping oh. the kids off at the pool, literally. Band camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got like th- four weeks away from the kids. What? Four yeah. weeks. He's, he's dropping his kids off. Is he on the shitter or is he dropping his kids off at school? Like, no, he actually yeah. is dropping them off at the, at the pool. How so do he's I not sign on up for that. He's not on today, this morning. No, he's, no, he's coming. On. I think he said 9.30. Oh, yeah, nine thirty. Okay. He'll, he'll jump on around nine thirty. So, I uh, been my phone. so fear not, listeners. Jimmy will grace us with his presence. Hey, so Dubs. Up. Yeah. Great, hey, great job with the inaugural broadcast. By the way. Oh, thanks. Brilliant. Really enjoyed that. Very insightful. With just enough banter layered in there. Mm-hmm. How about puns? Were there enough puns? Were the puns? Hey. I didn't hear any puns. puns. There were so many. Puns with broad appeal. <laughs> oh, very well done. Hey, Jimmy's here. Jimmy, did you enjoy the broadcast? Jimmy yeah, didn't that listen. was really good. Didn't fucking listen. <laughs> <laughs> I did. There's no, no you chance you listened. Yes, I did. Cheshire cat. Tell, tell me something about the broadcast that you would only know had you listened. Go. 
No, because then I'm just feeding your ego. Then you're gonna blow up. You know, <laughs> yeah. you like my ego. <laughs> no, not doing it. I'm not playing that game. There's no Fair game enough. to play. Everyone knows you didn't listen. There's, I there's, did listen. No, there's no, no, you didn't. I thought it was very cool. I found the uh, it was really good. I do I do find the the name of the podcast a bit offensive. So yeah. offensive. Yeah. I know. I Bunch of dudes came up. Craig did want us. I can't believe it. <laughs> I got in trouble on Twitter. I'm sure well, you we, saw this. We should have gone with Trollopod. We should have gone with Trollopod. I told Vag, you guys. No, no. Vagcast was the yes, winner. That's that was not misogynist at all. The breast bod- podcast going. We should have gone yeah. with that. So um, I, I won't mention who who X-Pop. I will. I will. X-Pops. So they weren't happy or... She wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. I don't know. Um, I'll, How I'll read... about you? Yeah, they. They? Okay. Okay, they. Uh, I'll, I'll read it out. Uh, the broadcast, uh, what is this madman snickering naughty little boys in the corner just having a laugh? They are grown women, ex-professional ball players, not housewives waiting at home with your cold brewski. Gentlemen, be better than the gap. That was the initial one, right? And then it went on to... Uh, because I responded, oh yeah. Fucking, like, Next can you can you can you please read your response? Yeah, so yeah. I responded and said, sorry, don't understand. Can you elaborate? And then the response was, uh, sure, my baby boy Jimmy, my little English toddler in the big chair. <laughs> <laughs> and his little boy band. Little boy band. Little boy chatting band. silly things, thinking they're funny, calling professional women soccer players broads. But really, he's just being condescending. What yes. it's called elaborating. Hello. Now, we didn't come up with the name. It was Amy. No, <laughs> I didn't come up, with, up with it. It was Shut you up. guys, and you Don't. said, "Listen, we we're the guys." You. We pressured you, right? Yeah, here. we said we're the guys. We're in charge here. You know your role. Know your place, Amy. We're going to mandate that it's called this. You've signed the contract. You have no say in it whatsoever. Now, go don't do be a mouthy chick. Go do the vacuuming. Go do the dusting. Come back. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you guys you are, said. You are burying us. <laughs> I would have called it Tiger Tush. <laughs> I, like that. I thought it's that was your nipple. dad's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I came up with it. Of course you did. These people can fuck right off. I mean, come Thank on. Thank you. I mean, listen, I we, are, we are sexist and uh, these days. It's crazy. My word. My word. So, yeah, but listen. You, you, and listen. May, uh, listen. The person who complained wasn't to know this, I guess, didn't hear the podcast when we discussed the name and when we brought it up. So, listen, I'll, I'll give them a, a freebie here, but uh, just people like to jump on and attack and attack and attack. Like they're waiting for something. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, just get, do your research. Get your facts right before you criticize. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I think we can tell by the, the photos you guys chose to use, the, the zoomed-in images, um, the stills, that you guys aren't really that concerned with, with sort of promoting the, the traditional or, like, misogynist sort of, the, you know, the stereotypical way that women get portrayed in media, right? You guys are not really doubling down on that. No. Are, we so, still, are we still doing the swimsuit? To your credit. Are we still doing the swimsuit? Yes. That's next, that's next month. Yeah. That, next that, month? Will be, that will be rolled out next. Yeah. 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 But the mankinis set up for that as well, not for our boy band. <laughs> I find that that's the best part. We're a boy band because we're so good looking, right? Yeah. I mean, we move so well. 
That was we're quick. diverse, but we're not. Well, actually, we're not even that, that I would diverse. love to see a choreographed dance, though. I would, I would pay lots of money to see you guys. Maybe dress similarly. We have Maybe somebody, somebody in overalls. That would be great. No, when Craig gets us our tracksuits, you know, Craig. Oh, yeah, when's that? Um, we we want to all wear the same tracksuit and do like a boy band pose. That would be quite amusing, I think. Perhaps. But we need to get the tracksuits first. And right now, they're hanging up in Craig's closet Monday, no, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They're all on the floor. They're all on the floor. Except for Amy. I got a couple, I got a couple of little items for Amy. Yes. Freebies. I love it. No, but this is a great job on the show. You won't get it. Yeah, the broadcast <laughs> was awesome. It was Where's very, the next one? Uh, it drops Sunday because mm-hmm. Amy, Claire, and Rian spoke for, I think, six hours. So we cut it. <laughs> they just kept droning on. That's good. That's oh. good. Typical women. God, women always gabbing. Oh. So annoying. Oh, it was such a good show. And and Amy, bless her heart, she is so critical of herself. I'm like, it was so good. And she's like, I wanna, I wanna then she she texts us in the dark web and says. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Why are you so, were you hard on yourself like that as a player? Yes. And growing up, no matter what I did. Are you still outside of? Isn't it exhausting? Isn't it exhausting being so hard on yourself? No, not in everything, but I think something that, not that I meant to be at, but that I'm investing time that I, I mean, I guess is, this isn't my, my podcast isn't my livelihood, but. You know, chatting yeah, about sure. it. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I well, saw the last check that came through. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you make more than the rest of us. <laughs> no, I guess and when it comes to that sort of stuff, I mean, obviously, I, I don't treat anything, everything in my life like that, because otherwise that would be exhausting. But stuff like this, yeah, I am. And then I think I... I put maybe unfair expectations on on myself as host. Charms, you're incredible. I don't know how you do it. So I'm going to be like watching you rather creepily today about like everything that you do and try can to you, can you sort say of assimilate again? everything. Can you say it again? Just one more time for me. Charms, yeah, you're, you're incredible. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You steer things around brilliantly, and it's not as easy. Swing, as swing, <laughs> swing. <laughs> Well, I'm done. I'm going to leave now. And the yeah, is hard out. Charms is hard out now. He's never had a harder out. You know what, Dubs, honestly, I, just, I can't even move right now. It's like freaking out. That's 10 years old in math class. So Please, it's, don't it's let the bad. bell go. Don't let the bell go. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, Dubs, you, you, you were great. You were great, though. You're, you're a good, you're a great host. Like, seriously, like, there's nothing wrong with you. You did everything perfectly. You, you, you moved things around, I thought. You came back, you brought them back occasionally from, from tangents, yeah. which, you know, doing this podcast, you have no choice because the tangents are often, and, and, and they're wicked, so you draw them back. But no, you did a great job. It's not rocket science. It really isn't, honestly, doing this kind of stuff. No, but it's, you can't just jump on and have, like, the, the chemistry, the banter, and all that sort of stuff. And I think I and Wonger and I were we did like a mashup because he called me arrogant for thinking for thinking that it was instantly gonna be gonna be great and the chemistry was gonna be on point. And I said I, I, I was just naive. Like it was my <clears throat> excuse me, my naivete. So we did we called it naive against <laughs> I think in general. So I think I'll grow into it. I think 
Rian and Claire were brilliant. Like they're, they're two brilliant, like they were brilliant teammates. They were brilliant players and have their own unique qualities. And I think they'll continue to bring that and then I'll just get better as, as host. And I think we'll all sort of grow together. So that's going to be fun. And we'll have other people on as well and other guests and it's going to be great. Jimmy, you should check it out. It's really good. Yeah, well, Jimmy's on there. I think Claire needs to be a little bit more dry. What's that? What's that? I think Claire needs to be a little bit more dry, her sense of humor. Just a little bit more. (laughs) She's brilliantly Claire. I I said to Amy, Claire's got resting, resting doctor face. She's like, it's like she's telling you that cancer is happening right now. Well, she she let off with a deer in her garden. I was like, wow, Claire, like this is like my, scintillating stuff. And then she God. like doubled down in this tsunami, oh, yeah. like earthquake fear. And I was like, this is what we're leading off with? Okay. Amy, you've got two months to live. <laughs> She's got the big sea face. And, yeah. But the good news is it'll be a short battle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. That's the because you're gonna die very quickly. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. The dryness, the dry humor, right? You um, have cancer, but there's good news. It'll be a very yeah. short battle, right? I thought you were talking about the podcast. I was like, oh, those are bleak. That's a bleak outlook. <laughs> it was a pretty bleak joke, to be honest. But one that started it. Let's be honest. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, you uh, you hosted a bilingual gender equity conference. Fucking hell. That can't be easy. That's got to be tougher than a, than a podcast. It was better than the way it rolled off your tongue there, too. <laughs> was it? I hope so. Yeah. But we, we were in Tornado Watch in Montreal. So it we were meant to be like at, at Statsuputo. They've got like this BMO kind of structure. It almost looks like, um, my God, where do you grow? Where do you grow things when um, help me out? <laughs> What are you talking about? What are you talking know. about right now? When you grow when things in the when, garden? Yeah, in, in the garden, and then you have a structure that makes things hotter. A greenhouse? greenhouse? Thank you. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so tired. So they have a structure like that that's a permanent one, and then they have one that's sort of a semi-permanent structure with a tent that they've erected, where it's meant to be in there, and there were couches and chairs, and of course that got flooded. It was raining sideways. It was a nightmare. So we got like half the people that we were expecting to be there, but all of the girls who are this new academy program or the new women's program as part of the academy were there because when we were over in France, they shot a documentary. And it was about 40 minutes long and they've been, been sort of releasing it in, in little snippets on social media. So we got to see all of that in the in its entirety, which is unbelievable. It was great. And then we had a, a panel uh, that me and Pat Lezik hosted in, in English and French, all English and French, all about um, equity and gender equity in sport. So super. And it went well? You did a good job? Yeah. Are, you, are you happy with your performance? Yes, I had... Um, one and a half glasses of white wine, which which helps the French yeah. a lot. So that was good. But it's this is towing the line, knowing when to stop. Really and I did. Hard. I, I did really that. Hard. I did that quite well. You are hard on yourself, though. I'm sure it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see the Delhi Alley interview with Gary Neville speaking Jesus. about, you know, athletes being hard on themselves and what they're dealing with off the pitch? And we're all so quick to judge a, a rapid loss in form from a young player and, and speculate why, oh, he's just, he's just reaping the, the rewards of getting rich too young. And, and we know we have these, these strong opinions and then the truth comes out. And in Deli Alley's case, who's fallen off a cliff from a form standpoint, from Spurs to Everton to Besiktas, 
Um, he, he comes out in this interview to Gary Neville and just talks about his battles from from being a kid, being molested, um, to fast forward to his professional career, being addicted to sleeping pills. Um, it's an incredible interview. It's a powerful interview, Craig. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really good reminder to to us, to everyone that watches a game, that the old cliche, well, they, they are just humans, is is never been truer. Yeah, it was really powerful. It really was. Um, yeah, and I think it took a lot of people back a little bit about maybe how they look at players uh, a little bit. But overall, I think people generally think they're PlayStation figures. You know, they don't really see players as figure or actually human and the abuse the players take on the field is quite intense over there. Um, and then off the field, there's a lot of pressures as well. And obviously he had a ton of them and you could see where uh, and why he fell from grace so quickly, um, which is quite astounding. I just hope that he himself can get through it and forget about his career, just be happy again. Yeah. The, the, the Stephen pill conversation was interesting. He says it's pretty rampant in football. Um, often players are given the pills by the doctors before matches, after matches, but a lot of players take advantage and it goes beyond that. Is that something, Jimmy, that you experienced or, or saw or witnessed? In yeah. Football? Look, with with footballers, you know, everybody just sees them on TV and it's almost like they forget that like, these, these are individuals and majority of the players have their own individual battles that they go through, right? Off, off the pitch, on the pitch. Um, and it's so it's so hard when you're a young footballer, you're out there, you're trying to entertain, you're trying to play, you take an awful lot of pressure, a lot of abuse on your shoulders. Um, and there's so much temptation that's out there for these young footballers. And it's nice to hear um, him come out and, and just open up because far too often, you know, there is a lot of individuals that, are holding an awful lot back that that don't feel comfortable, and uh, it was it was really powerful to to hear his story. But with the sleeping pills, and you know, you hear about players being addicted to painkillers as well. They they go through an awful lot injuries, and you know they they want to play because they don't want to lose their job. So if they can take the painkillers or sleeping pills just so that they can get through that next ninety minutes, there's an awful lot that goes on behind the scenes with with uh with players and and addiction um but it was uh it really was a powerful little story there that's for sure well, you're, constantly, you're, ahead, you're constantly looking to try to you know there's always things in your back of your head you know and you're so young as well and you got the the money you got the time you got the like you say jimmy the temptations um and you're just trying to fight your way through it you know whether you're fighting form or whether you're looking for the next contract or there's somebody coming up behind you that might take your position, what drives you. I mean, we talked about Amy here and we just about how she, you know, is hard on herself because you are sort of driven that way to be a perfectionist. And sometimes that's really hard on the head. Really yeah. hard. I, I tell you, even, even my own experiences, you know, when I was younger, there was a lot, a lot of lonely moments that I ended up having. You know, if things weren't going well, I wasn't playing or I got dropped or I was injured. I was there by myself, living by myself, you know, and you, you try to call a, a friend or maybe a family member, but, but they, they just don't really understand it. They don't get it. They just see that, oh, you're this footballer, you're making money and you're, you know, you're playing in front of these big crowds. But 
there is an awful lot of lonely lonely moments that you you have throughout your career as a young footballer and you definitely do have to be somewhat mentally strong but it's it's it can be lonely and difficult so you just go to hooters right i used to go to hooters quite a bit and just hang out and eat some <laughs> chicken wings that was my escape yeah there's <laughs> always a pair there yeah. I, I think though it it not only serves to do that like what you're talking about jimmy and i lived that in my career as well where you know, you, you almost isolate yourself because you think your experience is, is unique. But the more that you talk about it, um, the more you realize that other people, fellow players, teammates are, are oftentimes going through exactly the same thing. So I think the more that in, in your team culture that that's encouraged, that the, the leadership or the people in the leadership positions um, talk about that openly, don't force people to do it. But, but create a safe environment for those conversations to happen, that you can be so helpful for those individuals, especially these young guys or these young players. Um, but then beyond that, I think these types of conversations create empathy. They, they make these players that seem untouchable, um, you know, almost like robots and so much expectations are, are put on them. Um, it, it humanizes them. And um it's not something, it's not performative at all. Some people, you know, who are cynical might think, well, he's just doing that to sort of glean the sympathy. And, and of, and of course that's, that's not what I thought at all. And, and oftentimes maybe it's a distraction, but I think more than anything, especially like the, the childhood that he, that he had and, and how much, how many people he's going to help by, by talking openly about that. I mean, I, I just think it, it, it will serve to help so many people. The fact that he just sat down and had that conversation. Yeah. He yeah. says how he, he thought he was winning the battle because he go to training, smile on his face, do everything right, but, but get home and realize he's losing the war because it was becoming too much for him. I remember seeing an interview years ago with Deli Ali and his mom, his adoptive mom. And I think it's when he first joined Spurs from MK Dons. And, um, you know, the image presented was a really solid family, smart kid, got it all together, not your typical footballer. And, and he, he'd be just fine, be a success. And then as, as the story progresses through the last few years, you know, you see the tabloid press, you know, and the pictures. Oh, yeah, well, I guess he just enjoyed the money too much. Despite having this great background, he still – you know, went for the money, went for the girls, went for the, the partying. And, and the reality is I had no idea because that's the lens I saw him through. And then you hear this story that he, he was adopted at 12 years old. I mean, Christ, we have kids. We know what a 12-year-old's like. To be adopted at that age must be so difficult. Now, fortunately, it was a fantastic family he found. And the previous 12 years have been just, it sounds horrendous what he went through. He's hung from a bridge at some point. He, he sold mm. drugs. His, his mother just wasn't a figure in his life at all, an alcoholic. Um, but you don't hear about that stuff, and now it makes all sense. You fast forward to that Amazon documentary where the famous scene, the one scene that stands out for me in the entire Spurs documentary was Mourinho calling him lazy, right? Oh, Deli Alley, he's lazy at training. Now, that, again, was a lens that I then started seeing Deli Alley through. The reality is, a week later, Mourinho apologized to him, having seen him on the training pitch. And that wasn't on the cameras. The club didn't come out and say, hey, by the way, Gaffer apologized to him. You know, that, that scene that stood out for everyone, a bit unfair in him, painted him in the wrong picture. You know, so this kid didn't have really much chance, did he? So hopefully he can rebuild this career. Because I'll tell you what, Deli Ali, from a footballing standpoint, when he's on his game, when he's happy and he's healthy, he's brilliant. He's one of the yeah. best midfielders in English football. 
Yeah. Well, that's why it was such a surprise when we saw him draw so quickly, you know, and then the documentary doesn't help and it does paint him in a poor light. Um, yeah, it's, uh, he's not alone, but I'm sure that, you know, from a stigma standpoint and over in England, you know, it's like Jimmy too. It's that stiff upper lip, right? Yeah. Don't show any, uh, sign of weakness. You know, they see nice people as being weak almost, you know, too. So it's, uh, yeah, English people are fucked. Yeah. Yeah. We keep all those feelings inside and, you know, if not for my pillow, my pillow can talk all those tear stains every night. That's when I, that's when I let loose my emotions. But up until there, yep, you, yeah. you, you, you cry into your pillow every night. I weep into my pillow at night. Yeah. Is that, is that, Tony's, everyone? Is that Tony's nickname? <laughs> Hello. Hello. She's like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, here's my shoulder. She's like, get the, the fuck shoulder. off me, Charms. I've had Both of her pillows. Her pillows are, are just stained in tears. <laughs> even better. Jimmy, even better, like you said. Pity. He goes, hey, Charms. I want pity. <laughs> Come on, pillows. <laughs> you see this podcast? I love about it. We've gone from this heavy topic, and now we're laughing about breasts. <laughs> we're laughing about you. Yeah, my, well, actually, my wife's breasts. Yeah, no, it's Tony's pillows are stained from all your soft outs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> or soft ends. Come on, I'm not that old. Oh. So gross. Jesus. I haven't hit the big 5-0 just yet. Oh. Um, so if we if we if we're understanding Deli Ali now, should we be understanding to Jordan Henderson if, if he takes this offer from Saudi Arabia? No. The, the player that was championing the, the rainbow shoelaces so strongly for so many years, big advocate. If he then goes to Saudi Arabia and chases the, the dragon so to speak, the green dragon. We, we shouldn't, Amy, accept that and we should judge him? We should judge him harshly. Can, I mean, he, 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 I mean I, I'm not ever going to criticize somebody for making a living, but, you know, we're, we're talking about making, what, what is he on or what was he on at Liverpool? A lot. A lot. Oh, yeah, he's going Hundreds, through a lot. Too. Thousands a week. Right. So, I mean, does he really need to, especially a player who's, who's been really vocal, the values of, of the LGBTQ community and, and inclusivity and, and one love and all that sort of stuff. And then, oh, let's go down to, to Saudi Arabia where that doesn't matter at all. So I think on the dark web, I said, um, he's dead to me. <laughs> and now he can change the rainbow laces to black ones because that's the same color as his heart. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. Well, like Craig says, everyone's got their price. Yeah. That's true. It really is. It's sad, <laughs> but we all do. I mean, if they come along and say, hey, guys, do you want to do a podcast in Saudi Arabia? We're going to say, absolutely. Okay. Just come on over. No, we discussed this before, Amy. You got your price too, you said. Wasn't it 10 grand? <laughs> oh, come on. Was it 10 mil? 10 mil, wasn't it? So, yeah. you're not, so you said, I've got a price so you can whore me out, and now I'm a cheap whore. You're a broad. You're like a broad. That should have been the name of the broadcast. 
Whore, whore, whore cast. Yeah. Or Amy, the full monkey. <laughs> the whore allure. Yeah. <laughs> the full monkey. Oh, my God. That wouldn't have gone well. No. Charms would have gotten, you know, that you have no agency and Charms is the puppet master. Mm-hmm. The whore cast would have been right on. Right oh, on. We went after Charms for that one. <laughs> yeah, what a prick. Um, now you got your. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Price, I mean, like, listen, let's not kill ourselves. If, if, if some, you know, piff or whatever the hell they're called came to this podcast and said, here's 10 mil for a year, <laughs> you'd say yes, you know you would. Come on. Now, you, you could put all that money back into, like, charities and stuff, couldn't you? Now, if Jordan Henderson says, I'm taking this money, but I'm putting it all back into charitable endeavors. He's not, though. Well, we don't know that. He hasn't signed a deal yet. It's still just being speculated. You know, Stevie yeah. G's after him right now. Yeah, I he's mean, also just, dead to us. But My heart can't take it. Stevie G, he's the reason why I became a Liverpool supporter. I love Steven Gerrard. Well, and Thiago and Fabinho could be on the move there as well. <sighs> Did you, see, did you see Gerard's first training session there? They were <laughs> and they're like, oh, a language barrier. Yeah, when he learns English, he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> that press conference too, right, Craig? I mean, Christ, he's saying, you know, the family feel of the club was the main reason why he said, yeah. Right, Come money on. was three. Money was number three. Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. He, he mentioned, of course, you know the didn't. He didn't use the word money, but he goes, you know, that was. But that, that wasn't the main reason. That was way down the pecking. Like, no, fuck off. I, I hope. I hope. I hope he learns Saudi because I would love to hear how a scouser sounds speaking Saudi. Well, Ow. we heard Ow. it, right? Etifaki. It would be Arabic. Yeah, Arabic. Whatever. Saudi. It's like I speak Mexican. Hey, I go. I'm going to go speak Mexican with those Mexicans. Listen. Oh, sorry. We said that. Listen. You speak American, or they speak Canadian. Speak Saudi. Yes, we speak English, but you. There's variation of the dialect. Right? You're right. You're right. They're, yeah, they're... I bet the the Saudi Arabic is different to the Qatari Arabic. I bet you. One hundred. A little bit, tiny bit. <laughs> little dialects. Dialects like what? Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, dialects. Di- exterminate. Dialect. Exterminate. Mm. Remember dialects and. <laughs> Doctor Who? No, no, everyone's shaking no. their heads. No idea what you're, no idea what you're talking about. Someone out there. I bet Dave Starkey knows what I'm talking about. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like 1980s, Tom Street. Baker, um, Tom Baker era Doctor Who. And they have these like these these garbage cans 
that were like these aliens and they go around moving around shooting people and they say exterminate exterminate <laughs> oh is that this like the mod it's almost like the uh, like a robot doing that or is it oh that's another show i just thought no we're they were the they were robots oh they but were robots? Like, it's funny because that era that was on the bbc's 1980s budget yeah right so they're obviously paying off all sorts of people, you know, so they couldn't afford to put much money into their props. So you could like, you could look at a Dalek and say, that's a garbage can. Right. With a few things stuck on it. It's like Amy's hairdo on TSN versus her hairdo on the broadcast. Right. And her makeup. Right? Oh my like, God. And the, ca- the camera like here. Yeah. The picture I so took, it blinking. was a good representation of how you look that day. Which it's was not, shitty. It's, which was really shitty. Fuck off, Wonger. It, but it's not it's not a picture that's gonna get any sponsors though, is my point. But you know, I've got a face for that. podcasting. We'll see. We'll so. see. Yeah. What do you mean you won't get sponsors? There might there might be somebody out there that goes, Ooh, we could help those three. Oh yeah, like Maybelline. Jesus Max. Christ, you guys. The Pacific coach would have been impressed. Ooh. Ooh, James Merriman. She still knows his name like this. Oh, oh just rolls off that tongue, doesn't the it? The horror cast is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Our first guest, James Merriman. <laughs> oh, James. <laughs> Watch her all dolled up. Oh, yeah, amazing. TSN star Amy shows up for right, a podcast. Little, little martini. Oh, yeah. full, full makeup. Full makeup. <laughs> full cocktail dress. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this isn't the panel. Oh, no, Rian and Claire couldn't make it today. <laughs> I never sent the email. <laughs> this, this isn't actually a podcast, James. No, this is a Zoom call. <laughs> oh my god! Um, Apologies to, to James from... Merriman. He, I mean, he's a. What about your husband? What about him? <laughs> Why do you apologize to GP? Because you're you're thirsting after another day. I'm thirsting. thirsting. He's handsome. That's it. I think he's not that many attractive I coaches. You got him on the card and it's, and it's been him. got wax or whatever. It's been plastic. Yeah, so like she wants to sleep with him. That's right. right. Yeah. All right. But the bar's low. I think that's why. Football coaches aren't generally known for their looks. I thought you were saying for me. <laughs> the bar is low for me. Oh my god, we're in quite the run of form here for me today. We are. I've got like for 15... podcasting, whorecast. The bar is low. Listen, I got my soft out in fifteen minutes. Moving here. Um, oh, by the way, Alan Nasser, by the way, can't sign any players right now because they've got outstanding debts, which I found really ironic. Apparently, they uh, they, they signed Ahmed Musa from Leicester a couple of years ago now, and they still owe four hundred sixty thousand euros. Isn't that amazing? Add-on fees. I think it's Isn't great. That amazing? I think they'll find it down the couches, but right. So poor Ronaldo's team can't sign any reinforcements right now, but I think they'll they'll find a way to pay that debt off at some point. I'm pretty sure. When it's paid off, they can start signing players. Um, speaking of crazy money, Leo Messi Sunday is the announcement. By the way, that's the announcement. When he arrives, he's arrived already in Miami. There's a picture on Twitter today. He's been snapped at the local grocery store shopping. Public shout out. Mm. <laughs> I know. Are you surprised by that? He's got Austin the same. Cool. Remember Dickio? They they didn't pay him for the first three months, and they gave him a shopping cart and said, "Go ahead." That's what they're doing for Messi. Yeah, it must be. Oh my god! Imagine. 
And he showed up with his family at like a local pasta restaurant as well. Do you guys see that? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I this, he's, he's well used to this, I'm assuming, right? I mean, it's not like it's new for him. And it's not new for Miami. Miami is one of those towns that are used to celebrities, right? So I'm sure they'll get used to him. Are they Toronto-like? Are they Toronto-like there, Charms, do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. Just from what I've read, Miami's the place to be, right, for that scene. And when you're I saying just, Toronto-like, Wong, are you saying that, like, I feel like as Canadians, we people might go in for, like, a selfie or an autograph, but for the most part, we sort of let yeah, them alone. Yeah, Toronto's very, you know, like, uh, JC was telling a story that uh, Jason Momoa, he delivered uh, a case of beer to Jason Momoa and he shows up there and he's like, Hey man, how's it going? And like talking to him, all that kind of stuff. And he's people don't get in your face in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, Like, and maybe not in Canada, but I know Toronto for sure. It's it, we let people lie and we let people kind of be Mm -hmm. um, other than a couple, you know, like you said, a selfie or two, Mm -hmm. but that it's not, we let people live, which is kind of cool. Yeah, because I think we're just used to it. You just there's celebrities all the time, all over the place. But don't you think Boring, it's more right? about Canadians, though? Like I feel like it's still it could be. I I, I, I don't know. know. Well, like, if if Messi's son is signed with some team in I don't know Saskatoon, <laughs> is he being just you know bombarded by crazed fans, or because they're Canadian? They oh, hi Neo, Leo from a distance. What would you do if you saw him? I don't get starstruck. Whatever. You'd be like, Leo. I don't. Leo. I mean, I'd be like, holy shit, it's Leo Messi, but I'm not, I wouldn't go up to him. I wouldn't. <laughs> He'd bring his measuring tape. I've been fortunate to interview some, some big names over the years, right? You know, in, yeah. in media gatherings. And I see reporters getting selfies and taking snaps. And I fucking hate it. I always hate it. Like, don't do that. That's not, you're here to, you know, interview someone you're not there for your personal enjoyment right so i I just don't i think it's so unprofessional so i wish i had looking back you know christ i met pele and you know for example christ i wish i had a pele picture but uh but no i mean it's i just i just can't do it i went at uh i was at celtic park okay watching a a champions league game this was about maybe three years ago and we were sitting up in the, the box sort of thing where you sit and uh, maybe about four or five seats away from me was Rod Stewart. <laughs> so I nudged my buddy. I was like, hey, there's Rod Stewart. He's like, oh, shit, that's Rod Stewart. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I get my phone and I'm in it and over my shoulder is Rod. And I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, Rodders. Rodders. Rod. Rod Stewart, Rod. <laughs> And he won't look. And I'm getting louder. And people around me are looking like, who's this guy? And I'm like, brothers, brothers. And so the security came over and he grabs me. He's like, hey, cut that shite out. <laughs> Did you actually call him brothers? Yeah. Like, well, maybe that's why he didn't brothers. look. Brothers. That's yeah. hilarious. But I got a, I got a picture. I'll, I'll put it on the dark web. But he's, he didn't look. It's just me trying well, to get his Yeah, attention. maybe. Okay, so he's not, he's not in football. He's a musician, obviously. Yeah. So maybe it's different if you meet someone or you see someone who's outside your your little world. Like if I saw Dave Grohl or someone, that's maybe a little bit different. Maybe okay, okay, give me a quick snap. I don't think I would though, honestly. I don't know. Well, I'm not know, gonna but- say that she's un- unprofessional, but I remember Karina LeBlanc. Like when we were first with the national team, so like late '90s, and then like the U.S. had all of those big stars like Mia Hamm and Brandy Chastain, and and then like in the early 2000s, like they had just come off that World Cup win right 
And Karina would, I mean, it's Karina. So she would like chat with them and like kind of cross paths at the hotel. And, and I'd be like, KK, come on. Like, and she'd go over and try to get pictures and autographs. And I'd be like, you're so fucking embarrassing. Stop doing that. But like, <laughs> it was just the way that she was. And I would never, ever do that. And, but and they're contemporaries just- though too, right? As well. So I, I do, I mean, I get it. I wouldn't do it, but I see why if you're playing against, like, let's like play swapping shirts, end of a match, mm-hmm. and everyone wants to get Leo Messi's shirt or Ruby Costa's shirt or something, you know, but only certain people get them, uh, obviously. I just have to important. say, Amy, Amy uh, Walsh in the background has a picture of her and Yao Ming. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. I didn't ask for his autograph. Okay. <laughs> he just met yeah. me up later. Semantics, Amy Walsh. <laughs> asking for <laughs> other things than autographs that night. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shall we move on to uh, footy picks? You guys can, I've got some good stuff here, but I've, I've got a jam soon, but you guys can keep talking about them if you want, but we should get a footy picks. Sure. Totally Very important footy, after footy all. Picks. It's the, the most important part of the show. So uh, let's cue Danny Dickio. Are you ready? All right, pretty picks. Let's open up tonybet.ca and have a look what's here. We've got MLS this weekend, we've got CPL, we've got the we we have the uh the gold cup final Panama against Mexico. God, what a missed opportunity, Canada. Fucking hell. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> you just you Wait, do you, do you guys know when I was a kid? Actually, up until I was like old enough to know better, I didn't know that it was Panama when I would sing that song. What do you think it was? I would sing Animal. Animal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like 16 and I was like, wait, what? It's Panama? Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's like guilt, guilty feet have got no rhythm and careless whisper. I always thought it was careless. Sorry, it was it was guilty feelings. Guilty feet, you got, got no feelings. Yeah, I always thought for years until till till Tony one night playing some wham. And she go, what the fuck are you singing? So like, guilty feelings have no rhythm. It's not feelings, you idiot. It's feet. <laughs> and she's still married to Wow. Know. By the way, watch the Wham documentary on Netflix. Pretty good. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. It's really queued good. up. I haven't watched Outstanding. it yet. All right. Footy picks. Um, Craig, what do you have? What are you thinking? Oh, what do we got? <laughs> What's Vancouver doing with their 37 year old signing? Vancouver, uh, the Whitecaps or no, Vancouver, Vancouver FC, FC, who's in last place in the standings? Well, not for long, because they're signed Renan yeah, they Garcia, signed... 37 years young, Jeez. to help shape the culture of the yeah. team, according to uh, Ashin Gobi. I don't know about that. Three games isn't it, isn't it a years. development league? What's the point? A 37-year-old. He must be a great guy, I guess. Great what? guy. Rolls good joints? What well, the I don't fuck? know. He's been... Seriously, <laughs> like, what is he bringing at 37? 14 to Yeah, you said that. Know. Is I mean, he problematic? Thirty-seven. I don't know. Like he literally hasn't scored a goal for seven years. Three games. Like I, I don't get it. But. He hasn't scored a goal in seven years. He's Jimmy. Well, looking at his <laughs> Wikipedia, which is obviously the the Bible, but he's been all over the place. Never really played at any you know significant level, and jumped around from club to club to club to club all over the place, and. He hasn't really played three games, I think, since 2016. 
Hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Ottawa's playing Vancouver. Um, we have York against Pacific, Cavalry, Wanderers, and Forge against Valor. They're your CPL picks. I've got What's- a pick. Yeah, come on, jump in there, Dubs. Thank Halifax you against Calvary, even though yeah. Calvary's doing well. I think Halifax, their form of late. I think if you go, I was on, what is our betting sponsor again? Tony Bet. TonyBet.ca. <laughs> Wander, Wanders. <laughs> I'm on no sleep, you guys. Wanders by one, I think it's plus 500. Oh. That's I'm a nice, that's, that, I like that. That's great. Yeah. How about Forge at home is plus money as well against Valor. I know Valor's defending very well, but I mean, Forge is coming into their own, just beat York 4-0. Um, you can actually get Forge to win by more than one goal at plus 260, which I really like. Mm. At, at Hamilton, right? Mm. So anytime you get plus money at home for a team like Forge, I think you've got to jump on it. You know, really is, is anyone ever putting money on TFC ever again? What well, they're is- playing Chicago this weekend, right? So if you're going to, this might be the weekend. Okay. Chicago's- Did you guys oh. do that Shakiri stunner? Holy shit, was that ever yeah, a well-taken free kick? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, CS Montreal was on season. the wrong end of that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was a beauty, though. But your Payette is back, right? Piet. Piet. Is that Piet? Sam Piet, yep. Okay. Montreal's at home, too, right? Plus 116. Again, plus yeah, money at home. Charlotte. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, Scotty Arfield for uh, for totally. Charlotte and Swiderski is actually coming off, I think, two consecutive braces. But they're kind of messy goalkeeping and they give up a lot of chances, which could be good for Montreal because they haven't scored in four games or something. <laughs> yeah, wow. not great. It's really come back down to earth there. TFC, yeah. by the way, is plus 340 on the road against Chicago. Uh, they, they traded Mark Anthony Kay this weekend. Uh, another signing. That was a Bob Bradley signing, I imagine, because obviously from his L.A. days. This didn't work out. You know, it's too bad, Canadian boy. It just didn't work out. I'm not blaming Mark Anthony K for this season, obviously. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, they're just they're beginning to it's make some changes. It's interesting, though, Charms, um, that he was Mark Anthony K is really big in the community, the, the footy yep. community. And they used, I shouldn't say, he was involved in all of their promotion. Um, and it was it's interesting when they trade a guy like that away. Because, you know, there's a level of, hey, he was doing all this stuff and for the benefit of kids and development and all that kind of stuff. And Canadian Cat traded away, but didn't make, wasn't asked to be on the, and I don't know how that works. I was going to ask you guys this last question for me. How do they choose who's going to be asked to play for the national team? How is that done? I didn't mean done, like like actually physically done. Yeah, like because the the guys who didn't play during the Gold Cup, you said opportunity missed Canada, right? How do they just say, hey, like because the only two guys, the three guys that really showed up for me in that were uh, who are you know big names, Junior Hoylet, Oso, and Richie were the big mm-hmm. and like so why are those guys allowed to take off from their MLS teams? I don't. This is what I'm mm-hmm. confused about. Like, you can just leave your MLS teams in the middle of a crisis. Like, your team your team is, in sh- yeah. is shambolic. I love that word. And you can just go, hey, I'm, I'm Richie and I'm Oso, and I'm playing for the Canadian national team. Right? Well, cause, like, cause, I'm great. Confused. FIFA, like, if FIFA 
if it's a FIFA window, a FIFA date, mm-hmm. then you have to release the player. Now, yeah. it, it's not that simple, right, Jimmy Craig? I mean, there's there's shenanigans, there's conversations between clubs and managers and players, right? But the, yeah. the official rule is if if you're called up by your national team, the club can't do anything about it. Is that right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I think with the with the Gold Cup and with the Nations League, and and we have to go back before that, the World Cup where it was situated, there's been a bunch of crowded fixtures where you know everybody's been getting games, leagues have been piling in, the league went long, they're all back at preseason. The uh, the the actual Premier League starts what on August 10th or 11th, you know you're full up. So for some of these guys, you look at our big stars, they decided they're going to play that Nations League final, but they have to somewhere down the line they have to have a break and you got to work with the club as that too and you got to think down the road when there's other games and other times when you want maybe a little bit of help from those clubs so yeah there's certain massaging that goes on but the players can't keep playing the amount of games they do at the rate that they're doing so yeah but that's that's, sorry craig that's 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 how you treat the player but the rule is you have to as a professional club you have to release the player if it's a international date yes if it's a friendly no mm-hmm. i no, can give can, you they sorry, can retire from international duty if they want but if the club or the country asks you to come and play in a window you have to go and the club has to re- respect that that was that was changed around early 90s because for the 1990 qualifying my club technically didn't let me go play the world cup qualifying I can give you an example, Wonger, with the women's national team. So they mm-hmm. were out in Australia the end of June, I believe. And then Evelyn Vienne and Clarissa Laracy would normally have been um, part of that provisional roster. But because it wasn't during the official FIFA window, they remained in Sweden playing. So Evelyn Vienne was named to the final roster and she only joined the team on the 10th or the 11th when that window officially opened. Okay. There you have it. I, I guess, guess I mean, going back in the day, Amy, I guess when there was so many players that weren't connected to clubs, it was probably a lot easier, right? Getting your camps together for for long periods of time, or did that actually happen? Because well, for the, for the longest time, our our team only existed. You know, we only came together during the summer, and we'd be staying in dorms in the barracks out at Esquimalt, right? <laughs> like or like at the tally ho. You know, at the at the little motel there for like three months in a row, um, driving ourselves crazy, but having the best time. And but it was really condensed time together. And then you would go away into your your school environment or if you were lucky enough to have a club and then your level would drop off and then you would come back and, you know, in June or whenever it was and then start the whole process again. How did that go work with uh, actual being paid and going to school at the same time with the NCAA rules? Yeah, it was tricky. You were always, you were allowed, um, there was a, like a ceiling on the amount of money that you're able to earn kind of say, just having a summer job. So it usually went into, went into trust and then you were able to maybe access some of it later, or you weren't allowed to have sort of the full amount. But back that, back in the day, we were a lot, we, we got compensated, right? Cause I, I usually had to even work a job. Like even in the mid two thousands, I had a, I had a job as well. Cause it just, I, I needed to pay my rent. <laughs> Any more picks, anyone? I was going to go, it's funny. I was going to go Wanderers uh, and Cal- Cavalry too because I saw that Wanderers were playing so well. 
Mm-hmm. And that's because of Carrie Ryan. And I, mean, I have to give it a shout out to uh, Rhonda Brownlee and her great Photoshop skills. Don't we think Rhonda is Claire? Is not, I'm kind of <laughs> no. I'm now. Claire's <laughs> a doctor. She and she's <laughs> she left for Australia yesterday. She's not of time to be doing all no, of these mock I think well, who's Rhonda then? Because <laughs> honestly, more and more she scares the shit out of me. Maybe it's Jimmy. <laughs> and she's so she's smart, she's opinionated. She's she's not Jimmy then. Yeah, she, no. We need her on the show. <laughs> Can't be Jimmy. No, she listens to the broadcast. There's evidence she listened to the broadcast. Can't be Jimmy. I'm, I'm pretty sure Canada Soccer have like planted people in our little circle of, I'm sure they have. So it could be Bev. Rhonda could be Bev. Is that possible? Who? X Pop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Who's X Pop? Yeah. Hmm. CSA. A very sensitive soul. Whoever they are, sensitive soul. <laughs> hate us, but keep listening. <laughs> JC was saying, though, that like that got a lot of traffic, though, right, Sherms? Yeah, I think it did, actually. You haven't that got the numbers comment? in front of me there, but yeah. it did well. Hate hate sells. Yeah. It really does. <laughs> we need more hate. Listen, if you don't like us, please get on Twitter and tell us all about it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we'd love it. Um, all right, I've got. To, I really have to go. Okay, we, let's go. You guys want to keep going? No, let's okay, go. Listen, I, 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 the, by the way, the logo. Along our last week, um, we mentioned that logo reveal. We'll be announcing yeah. the, the big reveal, but we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> but we we got to work on that, right? You're back now. Yeah. You're back with us now, Wonga. Right? To do yeah, such things, I, right? we're we're a week and a half. Uh, see, the one thing about uh, Amy said. Wonger, have you lost weight? And I said, yeah. And I was thinking, I need to reveal this, is death makes you lose weight, Amy. Like, I know you're a fat famer. I know you are. You're such an asshole. Well, death death does if you're the dead person. You lose a lot of weight. Yes, a few things. You're saying people around death also lose weight. That's right. That's right. There's a lot of of anxiety. Eat my uh, devastation away, I think, get fatter. Um, (laughs) Tony Bet. Tinybet.ca and also uh, for um, the gold, yeah, for the gold cup, yeah, and for the CPL weekend to come, please check out Fubo TV, FuboTV.com/slash Footy Prime. Subscribe and get on there and support Canadian football. It's Jimmy. What are you calling? What are you guys? Amy, you've got TSN. Give us a little promo of what you guys got going on in the next week. Oh, before Charms jumps. I'm on a sidelines tomorrow for CF Montreal Charlotte. And then I'm calling first, I think opening games of the tournament next week for the women's world cup. Wicked. Jimmy? I've got uh forge or sorry. I've got York United at home to Pacific tonight. Yeah. And then tomorrow I've got uh Calvary and verse Halifax and forge versus Valor in Jesus. studio and color. And Craig. Uh, my dad's colonoscopy. <laughs> Where can we watch that, Greg? Oh my god! Is that on Fubo That's as amazing. well? Let's no, not go true. down that rabbit hole. Why <laughs> any hole can cataract surgery yesterday? Oh my god! It's all happening. Just surgery next week. Well, fun oh, times are great right now well, in the Forest household. Though. Other than that, he's a million. 
<laughs> Lira. All right, I'm gonna go. See you guys. Thank you. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, the broadcast uh, dropping on Sunday, right, Wonga? Yes, dropping yeah, Sunday back morning. At uh, some point, maybe Monday. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, Probably. we're on Monday. Monday All morning. Right. All good. Steal that broadcast audience. <laughs> All right, everyone, keep buying newspapers. Cheers for listening. Bye. Check out the new Sherman's Proper Vegan Pie. Vegan Proper Dubs. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. <laughs> Send me a recipe, Dubs. Send me a recipe. <laughs> show, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 